love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Doing good. Fantastic. Good indeed. This weekend, we are reviewing Escape Room, then Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and then for the feature presentation, we are getting into Glass. It's very exciting stuff. But before we do that, of course, the first thing we do for this episode is from the cutting room floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was, <laughs> was that you, Joe? Well, I, I think it's Carol doing dishes. <laughs> from the cutting room floor and a bunch of dishes fall over. <laughs> then you're crashing dishes. Yep, that was my wife. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Hey, you got on the podcast finally, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> amazing timing there. Wow. Oh, man. All right. So first, with the cutting room floor, Joe, do you want to discuss, I guess you saw Bird Box, even though against our reviews. <laughs> Finally, yes. Uh, so. I, I was so intrigued by your by your GPS scene trashing. I had to watch the movie. <laughs> well, tell us what you think. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was yeah, meh. That was, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, my, my it was good. meh. Yeah. I mean, you, you can spend an afternoon, but it wasn't really good. Or well thought out. It, it's following down that trail of Netflix just doesn't care about movies. <laughs> but but it but it it did enormous. I mean, in the, in that I feel like everybody I talked to have seen this movie. Have they actually watched it? Which oh, kind yeah. of a surprise. And, I, mean, I think uh, Netflix is you know astroturfing us, right? Because we don't actually know what their numbers are, but you see, oh, 45 million people, more people watch this movie than Black Panther, right? <laughs> and I guess Sandra Bullock made, made you think, oh, well, this is probably like a real movie. Yeah, it could be possible. They say 50 million people watched it. I should jump on board. And then you learn to hate yourself for doing that. Yeah, so let me, t- let me ask you, Joe, GPS scene. Could you do that scene with that car? No, no, no one in there. You would, you would not have gotten out of the driveway. (laughs) Exactly. Had you got onto a road with painted lines, the new car could get you pretty close to that, but you, you would not have gotten your car oriented on the driveway. I mean, you would, you would have direct come out of the garage. And as soon as you would have had to like divert off the road to get around something, you'd have been screwed. Yeah, yeah, you're done for. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the movie did it right. I mean, <laughs> it was a little fun, but yeah, they wouldn't have got into or out of the driveway. No, there's no way, no way. And then even okay, then they like they they like ran through a bunch of monsters and got close to the store. Then they all jumped out of the car and somehow managed to find that keypad on the side of the building and punch a code in to get into. Well, what? There's not. There, first of all, they don't even know where they are compared to where that door is to the building. Ugh, that's so stupid. And and if the and if the monsters are there and smashing their car trying to get to them, they could have just followed them to the store and ate them while they were standing outside. I mean they were blindfolded, pretty much defenseless, right? I mean Exactly, yes. But apparently that's not their MO. I don't know. That's so stupid. They won't kill directly. <laughs> yeah. Eh, dumb. Alright, well, that's dumb. Uh yeah, I, I should have just listened. So, <laughs> so what would you say your uh, your rating is for this? Then? 
I mean, just to not feel left out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, you know, watch it on a Saturday. Watch TV, I guess. I mean, it's worse than it's stream it on Netflix rating, even though you can only get it on Netflix. <laughs> well, again, it's just for the rating. Uh, purposes. Yeah, for the rating. Yeah, TV. rating TV. But yeah. if you don't have Netflix, eh, it's probably not worth pirating. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, the next thing we wanted to discuss, you guys are both aware and both watch, I presume, the new uh, Punisher season came out just recently. I myself has have watched the first three episodes, and oh, man, I am loving life. So good. I it is great. That first episode of Punisher was better than Aquaman. <laughs> I will say, I watched the first episode last night. I, I Okay, so I watched Bandersnatch for this ep- first review mm-hmm. today. So I was, I've been putting that off. So I decided, okay, I got to watch it. So I watched it last night until like 11 o'clock at night. And then I was, I was done with that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch something else now. So I saw Punisher. like, oh, I forgot that was out. So I watched that at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. I went and watched episode two right after, even though it was like midnight. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> right. going. Yeah, it was so good. So It was so cool. That fight scene. Oh, my God. Oh. Everyone who makes movies should go watch that scene. Oh, so good. And say this is you don't need CGI monsters battling each other for twenty minutes. <laughs> so yeah. good. Oh, it was so good. Me and Bobby McGee playing in the background <laughs> and him just trashing people. Oh man, oh. so good. Now, Paul, have you you watched the series, right? Or at least you watched season one. I watched one episode of season one, and that was it. Oh, so. what? Oh, oh, Paul. Uh, but I did I did watch the Daredevil season that he was in, obviously. But Oh yeah, that was good too. Oh man. So you huh. So you didn't like uh Punisher? I, I don't know that I gave it much of a chance, to be honest. I I guess I mean I only watched one one show. So maybe wow. if I'd got into it. Yeah, you should have because it is so good. So good. It's they, sh- they it's just that they've been disappointing me so much lately. Well, it's the a Netflix sh- series, it's right? A sh- it's a shame this thing's gonna get uh, cancelled here in a week or two. <laughs> yeah, when they kill it, it's gonna be sad. I just yeah. you know you know to all of the Disney executives that subscribe to this podcast, uh, the, the many, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> please bring the Punisher over. Oh. That whole cast, everyone, bring him intact to the I, Disney Network. At, at least Punisher and Daredevil. I I, I got to have Daredevil too because Daredevil isn't as good, but it's still like Dare or Punisher is the best. Daredevil's right underneath. And really? Everything, everything. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think Jessica Jones is better than Daredevil. Jessica Jones season one, yes. Yeah, season two, Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah, kind severe of quality problems. Yeah, yeah. Without you know, if it turns out without uh, what's his face, it's not nearly as good. <laughs> the bad <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah, I'm so in. So, Joe, how many uh, episodes have you seen? I've seen three. Oh, okay. We're in the same place then. Yeah, we're at the same spot. Yeah, I was watching it. It was really late at night, and I was like, oh, and I was, and I was like, man, I don't want to dare fall asleep during one. So last night when I was going to bed, I watched Planet Earth with my cat because he likes polar bears. <laughs> all right. All so. right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have uh, your cat on so he can review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just said meow. Yeah, two paws. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But he loves sitting there. If you put on Planet Earth, my cat jumps. Up, they, all, they all they'll all jump up on the bed and they just sit at the foot of the bed and get really tall and just looking at the TV. <laughs> it's kind of entertaining when you fall asleep. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, now, before we start recording, you had made a comment that we we said that we we're going to talk about on the podcast, and that is the difference between Netflix quality TV shows and movies. Would you like to elaborate on that? 
Yeah, I think it was just the difference because I was watching. I was watching. I was trying to watch Bandersnatch for this podcast, and <laughs> it was just like I just could not make it happen. I was like, ah. And then my wife called me for something. I'm like, oh, thank God. And I turned it off. <laughs> wow. And I went and had dinner. I came back later, and I was like, I want to watch a Punisher. And if you look at like all the movies coming out, they you know Netflix signed a deal with who Adam Sandler to make oh, a bunch God. of schlock, right? Oh, right. Why? Then you have Bird Box, and then the Cloverfield travesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all these things, but then you look at like the Punisher, Orange is the New Black. I mean, you might not like it in the later seasons, but it started with like, Glow, which was fantastic. There's all these great shows. They're doing stuff you can't do on regular television. Yeah. And they're really, these stories are releasing them all at one time so you can binge them right away. And it just makes television viewing so good. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but their movies are so bad. Let me tell you something. Okay. You may want to cre- uh, smash them for their movie selections, but they turned down Holmes and Watson. So you got to give them some props. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, maybe that is the real testament to how bad their movies are is that, like, one of the reviews is not even Netflix wanted it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah the yeah, tv shows they've well i mean in general tv shows have really stepped up i mean before like like movie stars didn't want to be on tv because it was like a lesser thing you know and now mm. yeah there's movie stars all over the tv shows because the tv quality has gone up so much with cable and streaming services you can't you can't sit back now and just because you're a network put on crap and expect people to watch it they won't they'll turn it into something else so they, yeah, they people are going. So yeah, like you said, they're going elsewhere. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, the competition is insane on for TV and viewership. So uh, man, it, it's a great time to to enjoy uh, watching TV. But the sheer volume of Netflix means that they have to hit a lot. Well, I mean, I, yeah, is it just that they keep throwing things against the wall and yeah, probably a lot of things hit. I, I mean, what the, was that horrible Will Smith at Bright? I mean, they're picking some stuff you just know is going to stink, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they have some good stuff. And you're right, like, you guys haven't watched Big Mouth, have you? Or um, uh, No, I've seen it, though. Or I've, I've seen things about it, and it looks like it's good. And the Santa Clarita Diet, that's one of my favorite. It's yeah, a, I've seen part of that one. I mean, yeah, we were starting to watch it and then got distracted. But, yeah, really good shows. I, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, it just seems odd. The same people bring you this great television just brings you, you know, Bird Box and Bright. <laughs> well, I mean, they, well, granted, they're well. I guess they're not really making the TV shows either, uh, but people are making decisions to purchase it. Maybe they're yeah. If it's going going to be an ongoing thing, they may vet it more deeply than a one time movie because it's it's a one time movie. Who cares? It's not like a continuing thing. You know, it's a one off. Like here, watch yeah. But the next time Netflix releases a movie, said forty million people watched it in one weekend. Are you? as tempted to watch it as you were three months ago? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it, it really, <laughs> I, if, I, if Netflix movie comes on, I will watch a trailer and see who's in it, and that will dictate whether I watch it or not. Not really who's watching it. or Well, I guess reviews do play a role, too, if it's getting bad reviews, but I don't know. We'll see. A good trailer will get you far. All right. Well, there you go. So that's from the cutting room floor. Does anyone else have anything to add before we get into the actual reviews? Well, one other thing. I think we should do another segment. I just named it Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash. (laughs) (laughs) So we can talk about the cool trailers we saw while going to these movies. Oh, that's true. Well, that could fall in (laughs) in lines with uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Cutting room floor. Well, I'm. Oh, you talking about the John Wick three? Because man, that was the opening trailer for um, uh, my movie when I went to see <gasps> Glass. Not, I did not see that yet. Oh, you didn't see the trailer for? You didn't John see Wick it? 3? No. Oh. Ours. Ours opening trailer was Captain Marvel, and it was fantastic looking. Yeah, Captain Marvel looks great, but John Wick three looks oh, so good. You have to check that out, Joe. Oh, I've got to go watch it. And have wow. you guys seen the new Spider-Man uh, trailer, too, for Fall from, Far From Home? Yeah, with Mysterio, right? Yeah, that looks super good, too. <laughs> yeah, all the all the Marvel stuff looks outstanding. I, uh, I'm all in. Yeah, it's looking promising. That The uh, horror is undergoing some kind of uh, new renaissance these days, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the it's Pet making... Cemetery trailer looks fantastic. Yeah. I cannot wait for that to come out. And then Us, was, I was just shocked at how good that looked. Well, those movies have really, I mean, they usually cost like 9 or $12 million, and they'll make like 20 opening weekend, which isn't great, but for that t- genre movie, you know, just everything else is gravy. I mean, it's it's a money machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah you, make, you make a profit and run away with it, yeah, right? and sometimes <laughs> you make a little. Sometimes, like uh, Get Out, you'll make a ton. But still, you always seem to, and even if you lose money, not if if your budget is nine million, you're not losing all that much. It's not like this hundred million dollar movie you're putting out, and you make twenty for opening weekend, and you're like, uh oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford a couple of flops in the horror genre if you're fronting it. You know, as long as you get like one out of three become successful, I think you'll at least break even. So, I, I think it's given them a lot of room to really experiment with different things too, yes. because they're uh, lately the last two years horror has become quite interesting. Oh yeah. And it's doing well too. If you keep track of how these movies are doing, uh, compared to their budget, they are you know tripling and going five times over. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're making money. So I'm not surprised. Happy death day to you is coming out because that thing. Makes <laughs> and I've got to find a copy of happy death day to watch. <laughs> You know, it's, it's I'm funny. so excited about this for no reason. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, a friend of mine went to see Glass, and he said he saw the trailer for Happy Death Day 2, and uh, he said, oh, it looked interesting. The problem is they gave away the plot twist in Happy Death Day because he he's never seen Happy Death Day. But in Happy Death Day 2 trailer, they tell you who the killer is in Happy Death Day. And I didn't pay attention because I already saw Happy Death oh, Day. Oh, that's right. Oh, Bushnell had told me I would have forgotten. Now <laughs> now it's in the front of my head. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, yeah, so you're they, right. Yeah, they tell you the killer. So if you want to go back and watch the first one, if you've never seen it, they kind of spoil that for you. It's pre-spoiled. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just didn't pay close enough attention. I'm like, well, this looks goofy and fun and like. Yeah, yeah. And the first Happy Death Day was okay. So, yeah. You know, it's got that uniqueness of a Groundhog Day type thing, but just trying to f- figure out a murder mystery. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't really care for the first the first trailer that came out for it. Like, made it sound like it was just going to be like a comedy. They took it from a horror to like a weird comedy type thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, ugh. But now these new trailers make it look more of what it probably is. Look, it's looking pretty good, yeah. yeah. And that's why I saw the trailer for Awesome Excited, but because I never saw a single trailer for Get Out at all. Yeah, I was just told it's good, and I went in completely cold, and I was so happy. So now I think I'm going to really try to avoid every other trailer for us. Yeah, yeah. And there was another trailer too. There's another horror movie that had a really interesting looking trailer too with this. 
Oh. It's funny. We went to see that this morning. It was just nothing but horror trailers. <laughs> something with two kids or something. What was yeah, it? the two little kids in the back of the car and the weird witch lady in the yeah, window. Oh, yeah. El, uh, oh, Paul, you know this. El or what's what's that called? The the Weeping Widow for Mexican culture. Lorana. Lorana. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. El Lorona or whatever, yeah. The one, yeah, she always kills her children and by drowning them in the river because her husband was unfaithful. Yeah, yeah, something. Like Not that. to give you any ideas, Tom. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that looks good. I mean, yeah, I mean, man, it's a good time to uh, if you like horror movies, <laughs> that's a good time to be around because they're making them uh, for sure. All right, well then, <laughs> let's move on to our first review. Speaking of horror movies. We're talking about Escape Room. Came out uh, January 4th, 2019. Rating PG-13. Runtime, one hour, 39 minutes. And that's another good thing about horror movies. They're in and out. Hour and a half, usually, and you're, you're, you're on your way <laughs> you're home. Right there. There's such <laughs> things a two and a half hour horror movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Black Mirror, we'll get to that next. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, Tyler Russell, Logan Miller, and J. Alice Starr. Description, six chain... Yes, changers. Six strangers find themselves in circumstances beyond their control and must use their wits to survive. IMDb give it a 6.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 53. Uh, the critics and a 60 for the audience. The budget for this movie. This, okay, this is exactly what I'm talking about, these uh, horror movies. The budget, $9 million. The worldwide gross as of January 17th is $38 million. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a huge success. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's great, right? It makes $40 million as a hugely profitable venture. Three weeks in, so it's got more room to work. Yeah. Yeah, even if you do the double thing, it's still $18 million for your advertising and everything else. So, yeah, you're now it's all gravy. <laughs> you can't lose. It's, it's so good. Uh, some notes. Uh, after... Okay, so this is interesting. After the death of five Polish teenagers killed by fire in a real-life tragedy which occurred within an escape room in Poland. The release date of this movie was pushed back a few months in a number of countries out of respect for the girls who were killed. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. Hmm. That, that opening scene with that room catches the blaze. Catches them on fire. <laughs> yeah, I can wow. See that. Yeah, that's not good. I really like this movie. I, I So when I watched the trailer, it kind of I kind of thought it went supernatural because like they're outside and stuff. But I was happy to see that they stayed within like like they're in a tall building, so there's no way they could have like a whole suit. Like unless there was supernatural, they couldn't have the whole outside. So I was glad to see that there were constraints and like it was just the facade and it, you know, it was its effects. They only had mm -hmm. X amount of place they could go to. And speaking of that one scene though, the only thing that really got like everything in that movie was like okay, okay, eh, a little far fetched, but all right, I'm with you. When they're outside in the freezing cold and they got that freaking key uh, <laughs> out of the ice water. Or wherever, yeah. they, wherever they found that huge block of ice, they're all freezing. Nobody has. They have one winter jacket between the between all of them. They have to split, and they're all putting their their cold, bare hands on this ice cube to try to melt it. Well, first of all, why no one peed on it? I have no idea. They should have each taken turns peeing on that damn thing. Right. <laughs> yes, and and why didn't they just put their hands on one side of it so you don't have to melt the whole damn block? <laughs> you can <laughs> see the key melt. Yeah, right, yeah. A straight line to the damn. Yeah, then key. they could take turns, right? Um. But they would have frozen. I mean, there's no way. Like, then they, so I don't know how much time passed, but I'm assuming that's a pretty long period of time to melt all that ice. 
That would take a long-ass time to melt that ice. They're freezing. They get into another room, and now they're jumping around and doing stuff, and like it's like there's no effects of them being out in that cold for so long. Like somebody would have gotten, they would have got frostbitten. I mean, it, it would have been they they would have been even so. They would need to sit there for an hour to raise their core back up and start yes. to be able to move again, right? I mean, their fingers would be numb. Like you wouldn't even be able to move them without them just just pain. The the, the pain they would feel by having an ice on that around that ice cube. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the only part that I was like, huh? That one seems a little weird. I'm sure if I think about it hard enough, there's other parts like, oh yeah, that probably wouldn't be happening. But I I thought the movie was good. Uh, the ending, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, then they set up a whole uh, second. Uh, well, I think they went too far. If they're actually going to do a sequel, I think they kind of stepped on themselves there. They, I, like if they were going to do a sequel for this movie, they couldn't just follow what they've already started because they've already kind of given away. <laughs> too much. They have, you know what? Because I thought what they were going for was remember the uh, what was it the the Eli Roth film where they were they were in the uh, they're like over in Bratislava or some country and they put them in the factory and they're killing them. Hostile. Yes, hostile. Uh, and then hostile two, where you knew the game and you saw it from the other perspective. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of had a, have an opportunity to do that kind of thing, right? To show, okay, yeah, hey, hey, the game's rigged, but here's how someone comes in and exploits it. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I think they, yeah, the, the ending was a little like, uh, okay. I mean, it's it's a good ending if you're never planning on revisiting it. Or if, if you, you don't ever want to make that second movie. Yeah, right? or if you do make the second one, just start somewhere else and do like a, like if you want to try to close this loose end, have like a recap or something or, or, or something to show what happened to those people and start fresh because yeah, they've kind of, already showed their hand <laughs> for, yeah, they for really did well that's why i like you know it's just you know i i liked it but if you're gonna go watch it as soon as you see them in the hospital get up and leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah really there's really no reason to continue the story yeah as soon as you see the main characters in the hospital get up and leave the movie will have been better and you're out five minutes earlier <laughs> uh, i don't argue 10 there's a lot <laughs> that's <after>. true it's, <laughs> it's a little time yeah they, they go, beat traffic yeah, they go pretty far i'm like huh I like this movie. Maybe that wasn't the ending of this movie. Maybe there's a whole other like subplots going to, but no, ultimately not. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's, I think Shyamalan has ruined it for all of us. Every time they get to the end of the movie and another scene starts like, Oh damn it. A twist. <laughs> <laughs> but for this movie, I'd say it's a solid stream. I mean, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it the whole way through. I had a good time. Uh, you know, it's one of those ones, a bunch of characters get together ensemble gets together and you get to see which ones make it out alive and uh how they do so so i i had a blast it was, it was fun uh joe what do you say yeah i agree with you stream it it was it was a fun show and you know it was lighthearted. don't try to take it serious or think about it too hard it's just a you know random crappy horror and it's a fun time yeah exactly it's it's a good good movie to see all right so that was escape room now paul you're in this one because this is black mirror bandersnatch this was released December 28th, 2018. Rating TV MA runtime run time one hour and 30 minutes, but that's relative. I'll explain in a little bit. Starring Finn Whitehead, Greg Parkinson, and Alice Lowe. Brief description. In 1984, a young programmer begins to question reality as he works to adapt a fantasy novel into a video game. IMDb gives a 7.4 out of 10. Now, this is interesting. Rotten Tomatoes does not... Ha- like, you try to uh, search this on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't exist. And I think I saw in the notes, like, one of the notes were like, this episode. 
So I'm not sure if this is officially a movie. It's really an episode of Black Mirror, though, right? But I mean, that, that, that makes the most sense to me. Okay, but they released this one episode only. Like, there's not more episodes. There's plenty of episodes of Black Mirror. They, they no, just, no. you're right, they put it on their, they put it on it under its own. Yes. Like, right. it's, not, it's not part of a season. And apparently there's a ton of, like, uh, Easter eggs from Black Mirror in this movie. I've never seen any, I've seen, like, one episode of Black Mirror, so uh, unfortunately they were, they were ruined on me. Uh, let me continue with some notes. Black Mirror 2011 interactive film in which the viewer chooses the plot direction multiple times. Although the listed runtime is 90 minutes, this is uh, approximate depending on how long the viewer decides to keep watching. The total amount of footage included to make all the film's possible variations work is 5 hours, 12 minutes, 13 seconds, as reviewed by the film's BBFC classification. So, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll talk when I get into my review because I kept going until I saw credits. I don't know what you did, Paul. I don't know if you just went one through and just stopped or... No, no, I went back through a few of them, yeah. yeah I went through all of them until they actually started playing credits. Like, they gave me no option to... Because at the end, yeah, they gave you like, hey, go back to this scene. So I, I kept doing that and making different choices until they actually just started rolling credits on me and they didn't give me any chance to. But then the interesting thing is when I went back to Netflix... Yeah, Netflix. Netflix, the homepage... And you see, like, uh, the like, do you see it on your homepage? It shows. It was only like a little over a quarter of them. You know how they have that little bar that shows you how much you've watched of it. I was like slightly over a quarter, maybe maybe I was at a third, a third of the. Yeah, total but, but that bar just means where it jumped around to, right? I uh, mean, maybe. so yeah. I, okay, I'll keep so going because I, I got some more I'm, stuff. I'm assuming that, like, if you had one of those books, you could end in the middle and. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, although Colin has an interesting theory for the origin for the name Pac-Man, the name was originally called Puck-Man. This name was revised when the makers realized that the side of the arcade machine could easily be vandalized to turn Puck-Man into, well, I'll let you use your imaginations, <laughs> what vandals would turn Puck into. <laughs> so they made it Pac-Man. <laughs> uh, Banner Snatch was a real-life video game project that was being developed by Imagine Software in the 1980s. It was one of two mega games, quote-unquote, that were proposed at launch. Bandersnatch was aimed for the Sinclair ZX Spectrum computer, never heard that, whilst uh, Cyclops was due to be launched on the Commodore 64. Bandersnatch in particular was claimed to be the most in innovative and advanced home computer title ever created, bringing new levels of interaction to the platform with its interactivity and theme, this episode can be seen as a real-world version of that image, uh, of that image project. There are five possible endings to this movie. First, death. Stephen or Stefan leaves with his mother on the train, and they die in a, in the crash. I've hit this. Did you hit this? Uh, <laughs> did you hit this, Paul? I hit this one. Yeah, I hit that one. In fact, I think this is the last one. I think after this one, they rolled the credits on it. Depending on what, yeah, depending on how you make your choices, right? Yeah. You can get that right away. If, uh, well. Two, jail. Stefan is imprisoned for killing his father. I've hit that one. Well, but there's there's at least two different versions of that one yes. now, I think. One, one is like you get five out of five review, and one's uh, like two and a half out of five. I hit both yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit both of those. Yeah. Three, fight. Stefan battles the therapist and father during a session. I did that one. 
Yep, did that one. I, I question this. I'd love to know the stats on choices for this because the one time uh, his dad has him up choking him, and you can either cry chop him or kick him in the balls. Of course, I kicked him in the balls. Did anybody cry chop that dad? I don't think so. <laughs> I would presume everybody kicks him in the balls. Wow, okay. <laughs> right, what did you do, Paul? I, I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> you don't remember. It's karate chop shame right here. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb. Everyone would pick it. That's a plant. Uh, all right. So, I, yeah, I hit that one. Four, set. Stefan jumps out of a window and realizes he's being filmed. I got this one, too. Did you get this one, Paul? Yes, I do. I do remember that one, yes. Yeah, that was weird because it was like showing the, the set and they were calling the actor by his real name. And Yeah, that was, that was a weird but, one. But, but, yeah, but he seemed like he was confused. Like he, yeah, he didn't yeah. realize what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And the fifth and last one is a loop. History repeats itself, and Stefan's game is rated 5 out of 5 on television. Some of these endings come with further vari- variations. Obviously, the one with the, the lady at the computer uh, making a yeah. sequel. Yeah. For example, the gel ending is preceded by different TV reports, depending on how many people Stephen killed. Now, I never killed... Um, I know the one scene where uh, Stefan, or that one guy comes in uh, to help Stefan, and he says he killed his dad, and he said, you're going to kill me. I never did go back and kill him, too. I let him go. So that's probably a variation I didn't see. But I think... You mean Colin, the, yes, the, Colin. Weird, yeah. the weird kid from Narnia movies, right? Well, it was weird because my son literally just got done watching the last uh, Maze Runner movie. Oh, yeah, he's in that. Yeah. He's in that, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And he's right in it. Like, wow, that's weird. Like, I think know. he's in was it Prince Caspian, right? The, yeah, uh, the Narnia movies, too. Possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, those are the notes I have. Uh, I guess I'll begin. I when, I when I heard of, you know, it was a choose-your-own-adventure type movie, I thought, this is weird. I mean, it's, yeah, obviously, this is like a gimmick type thing. But they actually played it into the movie. Like, the guy was self-aware that, you like you literally were the one controlling him so it was very interesting i like the fact that it wasn't just a gimmick like it was like it actually made sense for the story they were actually telling so i like that a lot um the story itself i like old video games and i always like to uh i'd always like to make a video game so you know that aspect of this movie is really interesting to me uh but the story itself isn't all that compelling like (laughs) to go back is more out of I don't know why I kept going back, to be honest with you, because I could have ended it any time. And I was like, eh, all right, let's see what happens. I'm glad that they did have different endings. Uh, I thought it was, like I said, it was it was okay for the, for the novelty, because it does, your decision does impact it. So my final story, the first time I ran through, which I guess would be the one that I would count, because then I went back. Uh, what happened? I don't know. I think he got the five out of five and he was in jail for killing his dad, I think. I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I liked it, and like I said, it did, it did do its uh, it made sense for the story they were telling that you were controlling it, and uh, you could be Netflix. Did you do Netflix, Paul? <laughs> did you pick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you do all three um safe things? Yeah, toys, pack, and packs. Yeah, packs, pack, and toy. So I don't know. I, I thought it was okay. Uh, nothing great. I didn't end it like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. This would not get me to necessarily... I've never seen Black Mirror. I've heard great things about it. I know a bunch of people that watch it, including my son. And uh, he said I should watch it. This isn't like, oh, now I gotta go back and watch Black Mirror. Um, but it was it was interesting. I guess I'd, 
I, I don't know if I could give this a stream or a TV. That's, I guess I'm gonna go TV just because ultimately it's n it's not really that good of a story, but it's still it's still fun. So, I, okay, I'm gonna say TV. So I give it a TV rating. It's probably a little low, but uh, Paul, what say you? The best thing to really compare this to, I think, are the story-driven video games. Have you, have you played any of those, Tom? Uh, like Dragon Age or yeah. Mass Effect? Back in the day. You know, where it's a very story-driven yes. narrative. Yep. And I feel like having all those choices on the Netflix, in the Netflix one, kind of ruined it. Because like none of the choices you made really... It, it kind of removes some of the emotional depth in a video game. You like earn those choices and, and you know, you, you live with the aftermath, but it feels like you're just hitting a button and you're going to see what the other thing happens. Yeah, yeah. None of them. I don't know that they, they lose some, some of their emotional impact, you know, how easily it is to switch what your choice was at a given place. But of course it, 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 it has good questions about um, free will there's a, there's an experimental video called called a um, video game called Stanley the Stanley Parable, which is about free will in video games, but it's it's just as it explores some of the same issues um, in, in a much better way about whether or not you have free will or did did that character in the movie have any free will? So I feel like I've, in other words, I guess I've seen it done before and better I, and better um, with much more emotional impact, but. It's 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 novel. It's interesting. It makes sense for Black Mirror to do it because Black Mirror is always about technology and how technology scares us and the scary implications of, of technology. I would I, I I would I would stream it. I think just because of the novelty. Just it's right, it's yeah. hard to say that it's a brand new form of expression because, like I said, I feel like video games yeah. really already do this yeah. right the same thing and in a better way and with more impact. You don't just yeah. oh, okay, I'm gonna make a different choice now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'd say stream it. All right, then there you go. We got one TV, one stream. Now, Joe, you did say you watched some of it, and then you just didn't go back to it. So, I guess uh, you can't really give a full review since you didn't see the whole thing. But uh, you weren't a fan. Now, I just lost interest. I, I was started watching it, and the first thing I noticed is like the video quality seemed they used a different kind of camera or something. It just didn't look like a movie. It seemed off. It looked like I was watching an old BBC television show. Well, I mean, it is 1984. They were trying to. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I expected like it just didn't feel quite right. Okay. No. And I can't quite put my finger on. I'm like, something's not quite up to snuff. Okay. And then the first decision I made, cereal? it played out. What's that? The cereal. <laughs> Which cereal you want to eat? No. No, I totally missed that. Like a couple of them, I was you're like, probably talking there. about the, the first major one, which is the first or not. actual decision. Yeah, do you want to listen to the Thompson Twins or not? Right? Oh, I mean, well, yeah, obviously. But, Thompson <laughs> but no, but I mean, the first one. Where was it? Do you want to accept the game, accept his deal, or leave it? Right? Oh, yeah, I accept and, it. And, and they assume of... you're going to accept it, right? They yeah. assume. Well, yeah, I accepted accept it, it, and then it went back, and then it replayed it. Shows a terrible idea. Started replaying some of the same scenes, and then left me to make the choice again. And I'm like. If this is the way it's going to go. I mean, if it's forcing me into a set of decisions, then I, and probably I didn't give it enough of a chance, but right about that time is where is, you know, I got distracted by life and I was like, I just didn't want to go back. 
I think that they did it as an opportunity, to, like a tutorial, to tell you how this is going to work. Because they figured most people would accept it. Yes, yeah. And then, it, to me, that's what that whole th that first decision was about. The others aren't nearly as, oh, no, you made the wrong choice and I, you're going to go back. I kind of felt uh -huh. they usually did that, though. Because like, that one and then the one where his dad takes him to lunch, quote-unquote, and they go to the therapist. Then you choose to either go in and talk to the therapist or follow Colin. I went in a therapist, and that just was a dead end. Like the, the right answer was to follow Colin, I guess. Yeah, and I felt like the Colin jump or you jump is... Either way, it was going to end up the same, right? As well, a... Oh, well, you know, reset. Well, yeah, and some of the decisions were weird, too. Like, I think the next decision I got was scream at your father or run out of the room or something. You're like... Yeah, like who cares? Now, yeah, yeah. What what is this? And I think that killed my interest. Now, did uh, Paul when it when the credits rolled? Did you wait and see the post credit scene? Oh, I, I don't know. What was it? Maybe I did. I can't even remember. Uh, it was just that one scene where he's on the bus. Speaking of Thompson Twins, where you, where he's w listening to Thompson Twins <laughs> or the other one. It's that bus scene, but the the audio was like weird beeping noises. I have no idea what that signified. Like I, it, it totally went over my head. I had no idea what but it was. Oh, I think scene. I did see what you're talking about. What that? What did that mean? I had no. I, I have no idea. It was just weird series of beeps and stuff. It wasn't the connection, like for internet. No, the no. you know the old the yeah. old fax machines. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, and can we call an end to post credit scenes? Oh. I Unless like you're post. Marvel, just stop. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Joe's put the call out. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel ones are good and fun and whatever, right? But everyone else, it's just like, oh, stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. This feature presentation is Glass. It is the 2019, actually January 18th, 2019 release. Tagline, real villains are among us. Real heroes are within us. M. Night Shyamalan is the director. Of course, you know him from such hits as Split, The Visit, The Last Airbender, Lady in the Water, not so much, The Village, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense, and the most important one, of course. No. Signs. No. no. <laughs> not even. Not even. Yeah. Oh, that is funny. And and the thing and and just going into that was the greatest thing with all the shit Paul's given you, because I had never <laughs> seen Unbreakable or Split before. So getting ready for this, I went and watched them, and the yeah. first thing I saw, the main hero's weakness is water, and I could not <laughs> stop laughing for ten straight minutes. <laughs> Yeah, Knight, M. Knight really must have a thing against water, right? I mean, <laughs> Lady in the Water. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor M. Knight. He's had some <laughs> terrible experiences. Yeah, yeah. He almost got drowned as a child. That was him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. After Lady in the Water, I wanted him to be drowned. But... Oh, please. Yeah, that was awful. <sighs> that was awful. That makes the happening look good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It was, it was a self-indulgent um, circle jerk of artistic uh, art. Oh, art, we, we so meta and so artsy. <laughs> uh, rating of this movie is PG-13. Runtime, two hours, nine minutes. Starring James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. Description, security guard, 
David Dunn uses his supernatural, abil supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. IMDb gives it a 7.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 35, which I think is a little harsh. And the audience gives it a 78. Budget for this movie is 20 million. Opening weekend, uh, I don't have that number. Oh, I have. Oh, I have no. Oh, it is the opening weekend still. So all we know at this point is that it's 20 million dollars. Interesting notes: the hospital where the movie was filmed was an actual former mental hospital located in Allentown, Pennsylvania. While promoting this movie. At the 2018 Comic-Con, writer and director M. Night Shyamalan noted that the film was a once-in-a-lifetime movie in that Disney arm Buena Vista International, which owns the rights to Unbreakable, and Split, Stu Split Studio, Universal Studios, agreed to team up for the film. As he continued, I don't think this will ever happen again, where two studios had two IPs they completely owned, and I said, can we make a sequel to both? And the guys, and you guys share it. And they said, yes. So it's interesting. Yeah. Cause Universal and Disney each own one and they agreed to split it to make this uh, third installment. Yeah. I don't know anywhere where that happens before, hmm. like Sony and uh, Disney. <laughs> Any, I don't know. Uh, but... Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Sony sharing Spider-Man now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was implying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good job for you guys. <laughs> your snarkiness. Here we go. Number three. See, I, I, I missed it. I even missed how snarky it was. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about by snark snarky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The original script for Unbreakable included Kevin as an emerging villain for David to face it up against. Uh, but Shyamalan can never make it work while within the confines of a single movie. Thus, Kevin ended up split off into his own movie with this film as a culmination of the original idea. Unpublished sequences of Unbreakable. Now, this is interesting. This story, this says Mr. Knight Shyamalan. So I think they meant M with a dot. <laughs> Mr. Knight. Yeah, Mr. Nice. Knight, yeah. Has been able to be in incorporate unused footage from Unbreakable into glass for scenes depicting the memories of David Dunn or Joseph. So, yeah, some of those old scenes where they had the kid uh, as a little kid, those were from Unbreakable that were cut. So those are all the notes I have. What I I'll tell you what I really liked about this movie. They got everybody back. Like everybody who's ever in like Unbreakable and Split. They got like every any person of either cast that had any interest or did anything in that movie, they had back for this movie. And it was awesome to see that little kid actually grow up, you know, to be the same, you know, he's the same actor obviously. And uh, you know, now he's an adult or not an adult, but you know, a teenager or whatever. I thought that was pretty cool to have that in the girl cheerleader that lived through split they had her come back so how many years were between them because that's what got me confused because the the cheerleader really didn't age 19 well no, much in the movie it was three. and then the, the boy aged, aged a lot so i wasn't sure the timing of all yeah. the movies the movie between split and this movie starts is three weeks because the one scene where the boy uh, bruce willis's son was telling his dad about you know the act that triangle they said the first cheerleaders were three weeks ago so when Split ends, it's three weeks until this part. But Unbreakable, yeah, was like nineteen uh, a long time. Before. Well, it was actually so it was years from Unbreakable and just yes. weeks after Split. Okay, because yes. I was confused. I'm like, is this a long time after Split? Because she looks the same. Yeah, no, it's only yeah, it's very it's under a month that Split happened. So, 
Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Tell you what, give her extra credit for all kinds of resiliency then. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, that's definitely something we're going to talk about her. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, as far as the movie, I, 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 I absolutely enjoyed this movie. I liked it. I liked the ending. There's a twist ending, of course. It was a little... <laughs> It's a little weird, but the one thing I didn't that I thought was weird, and I'm so glad the twist happened to kind of explain it. So uh, if anybody hasn't seen the movie, don't want to talk any spoilers, uh, please, by all means, stop now. Uh, Watching the wrong, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is We're true. not very careful with those things, are we? <laughs> that is that is right. When they brought the the Bruce and uh, uh, Kevin, or I don't remember what the character's name. When they brought him into the hospital, and Bruce, they had this elaborate room for him where it's going to fill up with water and they had all this stuff set up so for, for the hospital they're just crazy people like they wouldn't believe that these people actually had powers so why would you go to such great lengths to set up these rooms for something that you don't believe in and you're trying to treat like at the time yeah, like to neutralize the superpower that they don't believe they have yeah because i mean why would you like yeah yeah so, I, but, I, but I agree but the entirely kind of explains because, it yeah yes, yeah but then as you go on but the people in the hospital didn't believe it even if she does yeah, but I guess she has enough power to like that. That little the, the Lucky Clover group, the Cabal. Is that what it is? I yeah, know. that's weird. The uh, the Clover on the visible spot of the hand tattoo. Yeah, I thought that was just some weird Irish hating that when that sp- sniper shot shot. Yeah. The, <laughs> then they showed the Clover the first time they showed it. Like, huh? That's a weird thing to throw in there. <laughs> M Night doesn't yeah. like Irish people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did do a lot of great framing and camera shots and great angles during this show. I mean, it, there was nothing that happened that you were supposed to see that you missed. I mean, everything was really well framed and you're just like, Oh yeah. You know, he's stomping his foot right where he needs to. Yeah. To keep them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I loved it. And I mean, I sad at the end that, you know, they all had to die, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good ending to the uh, trilogy, I suppose. And now the world knows that uh, superheroes yeah, do exist. And the cheerleader didn't have to jump off the crane like the end of Heroes. <laughs> save the cheerleader. <laughs> save the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was a great uh, way to end, you know, bring the two together and end it. Uh, like I said, I'm sad that uh, everyone had to go away. But in the end, <laughs> I like how they tied, the, you know, the father or the mm-hmm. one was the, you know, so I, I liked it. I, yeah, but I get, I, we guessed that in the last movie, right? I mean... Uh-huh. Did we? <laughs> I, I did at least. I mean, uh, that, that, I didn't guess that. It had to be the same train, right? When, when anyway. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize they discussed. Yeah, I hadn't even realized. I didn't even know the guy had a dad. Really, I yeah. hadn't even thought. Yeah, about remember it. he he goes on the train to transform the first time. Oh, I because that's it. where his dad died, and uh, I'm like, oh, you you know, it's got to be, uh, it's yeah. got to be the same train that. Yeah. No, Joe and I aren't nearly that perceptive. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't watch movies at the same level as you do, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as rating goes, I, hmm, I'm i hard-pressed, but I think I'm going to go with first run on this one because I did thoroughly enjoy this. I am very curious as to see <laughs> what you hmm. guys have to say. Uh, so who would like to go next? 
I, I, I want to hear what Paul has to say because he has got all. I want to hear what he says about the girls. So <laughs> I'll, I'll go first because I have a feeling that there's something bright coming up. <laughs> I, I think we should end on something smart. So if I could jump in, that would be great. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think I have much bright to say, but go ahead. Oh, okay. My, my favorite thing about the movie, and this is probably really stupid, is that every time they have James McAvoy's character there, you see all those toothbrushes are around. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because every one of his personalities has their own toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I like that. I, I noticed that in his hospital room, they had all of them. Like, why would they? Yeah, give they him- had it in split, and then they brought him twenty-four. Yeah, like, why would they or- give him to him in a hot? Like, it seems weird that they would do that for. Like they would accommodate. It does. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of enjoyed that one. I, I thought James McAvoy was great. I mean, the whole cast. I love that Sarah Paulson got into it. Yeah. Yes. I'm really happy she's getting all these awesome roles nowadays. You know, she accepted that role without reading the script because she wanted really? to, she wanted to work with M Night Shyamalan that lo- that much that I'm she accepted. Gonna say yeah, that's it, not generally a good idea. Although probably how a lot of actors get into these. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I think I think there's a couple of actors that have made that a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, she um, that role was originally supposed to be a, a man. And uh, you know, she threw her. Yeah, she in. was she was fantastic. I loved her, and she really pulled it off. You know, I found out about her watching uh, American Horror Story. Yes, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. And just been a huge fan of her ever since. So I'm really happy to see someone from one of my one of my TV shows I like really turn into a star. So it's kind of <laughs> cool. But you know, as far as it, this movie Glass, I mean, James McAvoy is great. I I just there's something missing about it. Hmm. I don't quite know. I saw something. I saw a bunch of people were giving it negative-ish reviews and I didn't read any of them going into it. I was like, no, I just want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anyone to spoil my movie for me because I love split and unbreakable so much. And so I went in something. I, I just saw it. I mean, we're recording this right after I got done watching it. Maybe yeah. I'll have to think about it. Something was a little bit missing from it. It just didn't have the same feeling. And maybe it was just the lack of surprise from the other movies. I'm not sure because the other movies, it was all new, right? It was all new and fresh. It was like Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, really good, <laughs> really funny show, but it was yeah. all the same shit from the first one, Yeah, right? I don't know if it's suffering from that or, I mean, it's a really good movie. I had a lot of fun, L- liked to watch it. It just wasn't, I didn't feel quite the same leaving it as I did the first two. Uh, interesting. But I, I really liked it. I would, I have to give it a, I, I say second run, go see this movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, especially if you're a fan of the first two. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it becomes an obligation if you've seen the other two. Yeah, you got to wrap up the story, and and it doesn't and it doesn't ruin the other two, which is nice. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, they can both be seen standalone, and yeah, just have a blast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you can even see this movie standalone. I just get my wife had never seen the other two. Yeah, and I took her with me. I just told her, oh yeah, hey, this guy's got a bunch of personalities, and this guy's a reluctant superhero. Let me tell you something, McAvoy. And she Mac- enjoyed it. McAvoy was amazing in this too. Just like Split, right? I mean, you could you just by no even like when he did a transformation and he'd go from <laughs> from one character yeah. to another. I knew which character he yes, was going to. Yes, even though they didn't like tie the shirt up and to make it like uh, you know the what's her name Patricia or whatever. I knew who it was as soon as he started just like a facial expression. So man, yeah. that's so good. He did that guy's he did good. Job. Yeah, he and those calves. Job. My God, what is his <laughs> workout routine? He's walking in that nurse's uniform, yeah, pushing yeah, yeah. the wheelchair. Yeah. I'm looking, it's like. Holy shit, those are some calves on that, yeah. man. Holy he's cow. got it. Well, he's 
when he's the beast mode, you know, he can crawl up walls, so he's got to have calves. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he's, he's beast mode right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was, yeah, just a... That, I, I, I'd see him, if he was ever doing that role in any other movie, I would go see that movie, because... I, I can see the one-man show, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so good. It's so good. Just him, a pitcher of water, and a bar stool sitting yep. on a stage. Oh, just... man, just going right out. Oh, so good. So, so good. All right, so second run for Joe. <laughs> All right, Paul. Drop some knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to drop knowledge. Let's see. I. Oh, yeah. The, the thing about multiple personality disorder is, A, it, it's not a real thing, right? Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, it's a cultural thing. In other words, people in China don't have multiple personality disorder. It's a thing that, that started happening after All About Eve came out in the th when, when, when even was that. After that point, everybody started getting this disease, um, mental disorder, which kind of indicates that it's probably not a real thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, right. It's a symptom of a different mental disorder? <laughs> it's a culture. Yeah, it's a cultural. It's it's one of those cultural mental disorders. Other cultures have different ones, too. We're, so it's not a, I don't even know how to explain. You're saying if you look real. into it, disassociate. Well, but, but in the mythology of Split. Right. I mean, he even takes on different physical attributes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like one so, of them is diabetic. I, right. Yeah. What I was going to say was, <laughs> but it's too good. An actor, actors love to play these parts. I'm just <laughs> right. Because I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, like what five the role are you going to get where you're allowed to show that much range? Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the credits? He yeah. gets like twelve <laughs> credits for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he was just chewing through the scenery like every scene he was in, right? I mean just <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it was a good performance. A little over the top at times, but I guess it's called for in this movie. I I you know, well, it's uh, like superhero, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mean just cuz it's <laughs> Yeah, I just mean the dramatic he he really he bought into it 100%. Um <laughs> For being named Glass, it it didn't seem to have a whole lot to do with Mister Glass. It's, it's well, ultimately, it was his his master plan took effect. You know, he was the mastermind behind everything, which kind of drove the whole movie. I I wonder. So it doesn't seem like. So I figured when they first she first got the two of them together and captured them, that it was Glass that told her told her or told yeah told her about them. Because she knew their names and everything. But I guess it makes sense if she's in some secret fraternity that keeps track of that. It, it would all work out. But they never they, they never like connected that dot where he told her anything because he was supposed to be all drugged up all that time. So I don't know. Yeah. A, a lot of this movie just felt like a sequel to, to Split more than a sequel to Unbreakable. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. because... It, it folk, maybe it's because of how how much McAvoy was just into it right whereas you didn't quite get the same level of into it with samuel jackson or yeah. but bruce willis maybe but not not you know what i mean it just seemed like oh yeah the first half of the movie samuel jackson just sat there and just like tweaked his eye <laughs> and moved his yeah, just twitch yeah. occasionally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much... I, i'll admit i was disappointed i i i was hoping it would be better i, I was hoping more I was hoping that maybe Bruce Willis's son would have powers. I don't know. Was that yeah, was see, that weird? That's so uh, when when I when, thought that was the twist. Yes, right? when Glass was on the ground dying, he said, "Oh, this is an origin story 
I, that's immediately went through my head like, oh shit, it's Bruce Willis's son is going to do something and show that he has powers, and this is his origin story of how he got his powers or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe maybe all three of the survivors do. That was my thought or something. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. Now it, it, it's a little insane how okay this that girl was with showing up to her. Like, yeah, I thought it was years, first... right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> You're like. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> um, it, it's uh, was it Stockholm syndrome. Is that what we're going yeah, with, or yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is just that's one well-adjusted cheerleader. <laughs> I, I I don't think she's a cheerleader, is she? Uh, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, yeah, she was. She well, was I know she was the reject of. Yeah, of the she three, was hanging right? out with the cheerleaders, right? But, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's well, right. No, yeah, the two cheerleaders. The she was the one they the cheerleaders had to invite to the party or yes. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, yep, that's right. So, so I had a hard. I, I found that a little. Well, wait, no, she was an abuse victim. So, I, okay, yes. and this is the other thing. If it's only three weeks later, then how was her stepfather locked up in prison forever? I mean, she must have just immediately turned him in, like at the end of the second movie, right? Oh hell yeah, yeah. Like hey, he's abusive. And, yeah, and, and everybody believed her. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, somebody so we, played we lacrosse at Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there were some problematic things in this movie. Things that, yeah, I mean, that were really sort of wow. In the the, the tone of Unbreakable and the the tone of Split was so different. Radically different, right? I'm split is much darker than Unbreakable ever really got because the deaths were all yeah. abstract and not really uh, kidnapping young girls. And so, yeah, th something was off in the movie. Something wasn't as good as it could have been. I think I'd almost rather have seen the big uh, Tokyo Osaka, Osaka Tower showdown because yeah. it left me kind of going, eh. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I liked the movie. It was all right. But with its problems, I'd have to say I'd have to say second run. All right, second run for you two, fantastic. All right, well that is all we have for this episode. So I'd like to thank uh, you guys for coming on and joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap. Yeah.